And we just thank you for the time of fasting and that we can worship you freely tonight to end that. And we give you all the praise and all the honour, Lord. All the glory belongs to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so here I go. I'm going to talk tonight about fear. And um, I just felt like that was, you know, I prayed, God, what am, what am I doing? I, fe- I felt fear. So please give me something to speak about. And this is what came to me. So, um, and I haven't had anything else come. So this is what I'm going with, okay? So fear comes in so many forms today. And the Bible says in Luke 21, 26, and Jesus is talking about the last days or the, the signs of the end times. And he said that um, men's hearts will fail them for fear. And men will, or another version says that men will faint from terror. And the good news is that at that point, Jesus is really close to returning. So we don't have to worry. But um, I actually think that's happening today. There's so much to be fearful of. There's threats of terrorism and terrorism widely spreading all around the globe. There's um, government, you know, new governments or the same government or whatever government. People are fearful with these things. Financial fear. There's fear of diseases. I just had... (laughs) What's that? (laughs) That's not me. I just had... um, an email about a mosquito, mosquito disease or virus that could potentially be fatal and, um, you know, my kids are outside at dusk and the mosquitoes are everywhere. We, we could really get, let ourselves get fearful about all these things and, and I think that's what Jesus was saying. There's going to be so much happening that men's hearts will fail them for fear. So fear is the definition, an unpleasant emotion caused by the threat of danger, pain or harm. And other words for fear are terror, panic, agitation, trepidation, distress, anxiety, worry, unease. There's actually a lot here. This is just a few of them. Nervousness, timidity and... um, I don't know about you guys, but I have felt, definitely felt those words before. And then a phobia is an extreme or irrational fear or aversion to something. So it's, it's really just a fear, but it's, it's an abnormal fear. It's like really, you know, enlarged or obsessive. And I've got to be honest with you. Um, about a week or maybe a bit more than a week ago, thinking about this night. I was overcome with fear, like the phobia fear, not just the safe, you know, you just want to protect yourself fear. Um, and so I just um, did what I'm about to share with you tonight, these, these things. And um, I'm not a preacher. I haven't been to Bible college I think this is what, all the things that I was telling myself when I was feeling that fear, <laughs> all the lies, well, well, these are actually true, but, you know, I'm not qualified by man's standards to be here speaking, 
But what if God has given me this opportunity and I shrink back in fear? What if he has a greater plan and I, and I don't do what he's calling me because I let fear control me? And what if you tonight have been asked to do something but you've been overcome with fear and you've never done it? If we don't step out in faith, we will never know. Faith without action is dead. I can say, God will do this for me, God will do that for me, I've got faith for this, I've got faith for that, but if I don't step out and do something about it, that it's just there's going to be nothing there. We've got to work with God. God moves through our faith. God uses our inabilities to show off his great ability. He uses our weakness to show off his power. He uses a shepherd boy to defeat an army. He uses an uneducated he uses uneducated fishermen to preach the gospel. He uses one boy's lunch to feed thousands. He uses a well-educated Christian murderer to write a huge part of the Bible. God uses the foolish things to shame the wise. There is no qualification, no work experience necessary, but just for us to say, use me, Lord, and mean it when we say it. And then we have to put it into action. We can't just say it, use me, use me, and then, oh, oh no, I've changed my mind, I'm scared. (laughs) If God can use these people that are so all throughout the Bible, then he can use you and he can use me. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. I believe that fear is a huge stopping point for so many people. In, in Christianity and in, in the world. And... Um, but for us, I believe it's something that God is, that the, the enemy is going to use to hold lots of people back. It might seem like a big thing in your life, or it might just be a really small thing. But if, if the enemy knows that you've got a bit of fear and he can pounce on that, he will, and you will be paralyzed in that fear. We cannot let fear hold us back from what he wants to do in our lives. Maybe it's not tonight. Maybe you've just been coasting along and everything's good. You're not, you're not being asked to do anything out of the ordinary. But sometime in your life, probably more than once, you're going to be challenged and you're going to be asked to s- step out of your comfort zone and it won't look easy, but, but you have to do it. You have to overcome fear. Maybe you've already maybe that's already happened and you've and you've cowered away and you haven't done it, but you can you can go back. God's not finished with you yet. We need to cooperate with what God wants to do in our lives by not allowing fear to control us. Okay? Romans eight fifteen says For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear. But you receive the spirit of sonship and by him we cry, Abba, Father. 
You know, we are the master's children. We're not, we're not out there being whipped. We're not being beaten. We're not chained. We're the master's children. And we've been set free. Jesus came to set us free from death and fear. So I'm, I'm just going to tell a little story. And it's about one of my children. And I'm sure they would like to remain anonymous because they're here. But um, one of them, when they were about four years old, was really, really scared of going to the bathroom. And that's not really something that you can just move on with. You've, you've got to go when you've got to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little bit easier. They thought they could go outside sometimes. But, you know, if we're going to go to town and go to preschool a couple of times a year, that just doesn't work out in the playground. So we had to deal with that. And it's really simple. I'm sure every parent would do the same thing. It's such a simple thing. I just went with this child and I just helped. I just went there. I didn't do anything else. I just went. I prayed with that child. I'm not going to say he or she. That might give it away and they'll be angry at me. So I just went and sat and over weeks and maybe months, it, w- it was a really big thing for this child, but I just went with him, her. her. <laughs> There's two left. Could be one of two. <laughs> and um, eventually, this child now competently uses the bathroom by themselves and that's all good, but... You know, we've received a spirit of sonship and we are our father's children. And just like my child, God's not going to get us to do something and just leave us. Even though a lot of the time, if we're stepping out in faith, it might feel like, where are you, God? But he is there with us, just like we would be for our children and he cares for us. We're not saying... We're not saying, help, where are you? I can't find you. We're saying, Daddy, Father, and he's always there to help us. Okay, 2 Timothy 1.7, and I'm going to read from the Amplified Bible because sometimes that's really cool. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear, But he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of sound judgment and personal discipline, abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. There's so much, so many words there. Sound mind, well-balanced mind and self-control. We've been given a sound mind, not a spirit of fear. So, the sound mind is obviously greater than the spirit of fear. Does anyone remember, I sort of have a bit to do with teaching my children because they do school of the air. I just see this. Does anyone know this? Greater than and less than. That's what I see when I see this scripture. So, I see the sound mind on the greater side and the spirit of fear on this side, the less than side. I see those big crocodile... No one knows the big crocodile mouth. (laughs) Okay, that's good. Otherwise, you know, if that scripture was the other way around, it wouldn't work. It would be be that 
we've been given power, love and a sound mind, but there's a spirit of fear going to control you. It's not that way around. It's the other way around. And it's not going to control you because the spirit of power, love and a sound mind is greater than. But this is the tricky part. This is the catch. You have to exercise it. And um, I know a lady who says that whatever you feed the most will be the strongest. So if we're feeding our flesh, which none of us have been because we've been fasting, (laughs) then our flesh is going to be the strongest. But if we're feeding our spirit, our spirit will be the strongest. But yeah, the, the exercise thing, it's not easy. I started running halfway through last year. Have you started running too, Fiona? <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. And you think it's going to get easier? You think, yeah, I've been doing this for a while now, it's going to get easier. And it doesn't really get that much easier, except when I started, I did have a really sore knee, and then I had a really sore ankle, and then I had a really sore shoulder. <laughs> and um, that got better, my body conditioned, and that got better. But still, every time I do it, it's hard. It's exercise. It's not meant to be easy. And that is what we have to do with our spirit and the spirit of power, love and a sound mind that God has given us. It It won't be strong if we don't exercise it and renew our minds and pray and read the word. And the reason that we have to do that is because just because we've been freed of something, we've been freed of fear... But just because we've been freed of fear, it doesn't mean that we're never going to have to deal with it. It's still going to come into our lives. And if we overcome fear, I'm overcoming my fear tonight. I'm getting up here and I'm speaking. But do you know what? If I get asked to speak again, I bet you I'm going to feel exactly the same way. So, you know, just because we've been freed from it doesn't mean it's going to disappear altogether. And we know that. Jesus was tempted, but he didn't sin. So the temptation was was there for Jesus, but he didn't sin. And, you know, the Bible talks about being angry, but don't sin in your anger. We're not always peaceful, loving, kind. Sometimes we get angry, but we're told not to sin in our anger. So I believe it's the same for fear. I I think it's always going to be there. And um, for whatever, for what a thing, whatever thing you might overcome fear here, but there might be something else later down the track. And I want to read Luke chapter 22 and verse 42 to 44. And I, I just want to read this because I think it's an example of when Jesus... I think he would have felt fear. It says in verse 42 of Luke 22, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. So Jesus is in the garden before he's betrayed to be killed on the cross. Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. Now, I've been feeling fearful, but I have not had 
drops of sweat falling to the ground. Um, so I think Jesus was feeling fearful at that time. But you know what? He didn't chicken out. He did what God set before him. And look what we have now because of that. So the word, this is the exciting bit, I think. The word courage. Courage is the ability to do something that frightens one. And another word for it is bravery. Strength in the face of pain or grief. To be courageous doesn't mean we won't feel fear, but it means we will overcome fear with our faith and our faith in God. A funny thing about the Bible is I I feel like sometimes it contradicts itself, but it doesn't. It definitely does not, but sometimes it seems like it does. The Bible says, fear not, 80-something times, and it says, don't be afraid, 30 times. So that's over 100 times that the Bible is telling us to fear not. But then on the other hand, it tells us to fear the Lord. So I think we can actually fix our fears with fear. We can face fear with fear, and that is facing fear with the reverent fear of our awesome, all-knowing, all-powerful God. And if we start to have a fear of the Lord rather than all our other fears, then they're going to, they're going to come down a few notches in our hearts. And I think a lot of the fears we face would stem from fear of men. I think, I think um, fear of sharks and snakes and spiders, that's probably all okay. We were near the beach at Christmas, on Christmas Day, and just right at the beach actually so we could see everything. And um, just after Christmas lunch, the helicopters came and the boats came and there was obviously a shark right where we had been swimming for the last week. So, you know, that fear. And then I thought, I'm not going swimming out very far this afternoon. So that that sort of fear is okay, you know. We're going to feel fear to keep us protected. But fear of man is um, different. We can't let that hold us back. So fear of God versus fear of man. We want to have the fear of God. That's why Jesus said... Do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. So what are we fearful of tonight? I know that many of us have to deal with fear all the time. I think it's a constant emotion that we're all faced with. So I'm just going to end with this scripture to encourage you and then I'm hoping we're going to have some time for prayer and then we're going to have more prayer after that which is really good so Isaiah 43 1 and 2 there's so many scriptures if you're if you're feeling fearful of something that maybe God's asking you to do something maybe you need to maybe you're needing to move somewhere like like our family is, maybe it's a job, maybe it's confrontation, 
Maybe it's speaking, public speaking, like I'm having to do tonight. Maybe it's fear for your future, fear for your children's future, fear for your health. There's so many fears. And and this scripture is just one of the scriptures that you can go to in God's word and be strengthened. Isaiah 43, 1 and 2. But now, this is what the Lord says. He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to um, pray about that after. But first, I just want to ask, um, I came here about eight years ago and I didn't know Jesus when I came and I was fearful of coming here actually. And I don't know how somehow God just drew me, drew me here. And um, I walked in and I thought it was a little bit weird, but everyone was so happy <laughs> and everyone was so kind. And there was something more than that though. And I just want to talk to the people who might not know God yet or feel like they're distant from him and give you an opportunity. Because that day that I came, I didn't have an opportunity to come to know God and that happened a few weeks later but I wouldn't want anyone tonight to leave and that I've missed you so um, I'm just going to ask everyone to bow their heads and close their eyes and I'm just going to invite you Holy Spirit to come and I just don't want to pass up an opportunity Lord if there's someone here that doesn't know you And that wants to have a relationship with you, Lord. I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you would speak to these people now and let them know that it's okay. So I just want to ask, while everyone's not looking, that if there is anyone tonight who feels like they're away from God or they have never known God and they want to know God, There might be no one here, but I just want to give, if there's one person here, I just want to give you the opportunity and if you can just put your hand up and let me know and I can pray for you so that you know that God wants to have a relationship with you and he's here tonight and it's as easy as just saying, God, I want to know you and he will come and and when that happens, life will never be the same. So if there's anyone tonight, can you just let me know by raising your hand? Thank you. Thank you. So I think there's just one person who raised their hand, but if I've missed anyone, then we're just all going to pray together. And um, just so you don't feel alone in what you're doing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah, just repeat after me. Um, Dear Lord, I thank you that you come into my heart tonight. I thank you that you wash me, cleanse me and set me free. Lord, I want to know you 
and I want to be known by you. Thank you that you died for me and you rose again for me. Lord, I'm saved, I'm born again and I'm on my way to heaven because I've accepted you. Amen. Thank you. Tim, can I ask you to come and pray? And then, yeah, we'll just see what happens. Thank you, thank you. Well, I'll tell you what, that's a miracle because you wouldn't know she's fearful, would you? Amen. Well done, honey. You've done a great job. Makes me emotional. <coughs> you bear with me a bit because I am a uh, pretty emotional guy, but you know what? I can be quite the opposite. But, you know, because God's grace and his mercy on my life over the past and our lives, you know, it's just amazing what God can do. Yes. Amen. But, you know, Emily, when we, when we uh, I said to Pastor Ben that we were, we, we were going to, um, uh, we, we've sold out or, or in the process there at home and we, we, we're migrating or uh, we're going to have a winter and a summer home. That's why sort of what we're thinking. So you haven't got rid of us yet. You'll probably see us in the winter. God willing, that is. But, um, and, and I just, we've, we've had a message to share and, and uh, when, when uh, Pastor Ben said, yep, we'll do this week, weekend, um, we, Emily, I suppose, went into a bit of a meltdown and she, and she is, she is fearful. And, and that is a message from her heart and God has put that on her heart. And I, I really hope that someone here tonight can be strengthened by that and because uh, that, is, that is a word from God and, and you know, we, we all have our fears, don't we? And... Um, and they come in different, different ways and um, I, I guess I, I just don't mind fear in one sense because I just get it out there. And, um, and, and the greatest way I've dealt with fear and no matter how, we, how it is, and there is a lot in the bush, you know, man, I'm going to get it. I'm going to nail it. And at times when, you know, you've got a thousand kilo bull coming at you and, you, and I am worried, I'm concerned, but the greatest thing I can do is I'm going to get that bull. So it teaches you, I suppose, in, in a lot of ways. There's a lot of benefits in being a farmer. I'll give you the tip. And I'm going to share with you on that on Sunday. There's, there's, I mean, farmers are cool. You know, there's a lot of things that God teaches you in day-to-day -day stuff in the bush and way out there in the middle of nowhere. But I'll tell you what, some of the greatest moments in my life have been out there. So, Lord, oh, God is good. But, you know, tonight we're just going to say a prayer. And hallelujah, we just thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you're here tonight. Hallelujah, we just thank you. And Lord, we just pray right now for your spirit to come upon this place, Lord. Lord, as Emily has stepped out in faith, Lord, in, 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 in faith and, and, and conquered her fear, Lord. Lord, as she has spoke about, and I just pray for every person in this room that may share those same fears, Lord. I just come against that now in the mighty name of Jesus. We bind that fear in Jesus' name. And we just thank you, Lord, that you have got the opposite to fear, and that is faith, Lord. And we just grasp hold of the faith right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And we take hold, Lord, and we bind the devil and his fear that he has created here on earth in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 
Haleluya. 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 Praise the name of Jesus. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, when the name of Jesus is mentioned, something happens. When the name of Jesus is mentioned, something happens. And I don't know whether you're here tonight, and when I speak that name of Jesus, if something stirs in front of you, inside of you, rejoice in the name of Jesus. If you're prompted from that name, Jesus, or if there's a shrinking inside of you, you need to deal with it. If there's something inside, when I say the name of Jesus, if you get some retraction there, you need to deal with it because the Holy Spirit is talking to you right now. If you feel something that retracts inside of you, I say that again, if something retracts, if something jumps inside of you and it's not a good and it's not a positive, you need to deal with it because there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the blood. Oh, Father, we just thank you for every person that sits in this auditorium tonight. Lord, I just thank you so much. And, Lord, you've got great things to happen in this place. And on these people, Lord, hallelujah, we thank you for that, Lord. Hallelujah, we just pray, Lord, we just usher in your presence. Father, we just call upon your name. <laughs> oh, that Lord, that glory. Oh, the glory. Holy Spirit, you're welcome. Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place. Oh, that soft and tender love. Oh, Lord, right from the throne of heaven. Hallelujah. There's people here tonight, I can tell you, there's people here tonight that need some, some love. There's people here tonight that have been on the edge. There's people here tonight that, that just want some love. And Jesus is here. God is here. His presence is here. The Holy Spirit is here. And it's just opening up. He, he, wants your, he wants you to come and he wants you to bask in his presence. He wants to touch you. He's going to reach down, stand beside you, put his arm around you, and he's just to let you know that he is here. He's going to empower you. God does not mean any harm. He's going to take you from where you are to stronger and better things. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 I just love the power of God. <laughs> Woo! Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Father, thank you, Lord. We cannot thank him enough for what he did on Calvary those many years ago. You know, we always think about the, part, the, the, the how he was. And, 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 and we always think about the physical pain of being strung up there by your hands. And just close your eyes and just imagine your Saviour, your one and only, that was stripped naked and nailed to the cross as he hangs up there. And the world mocks him, calls him a failure, puts a, a crown of thorns upon his head. And we all think nothing. How? And then at that time, those people, these followers were, were there. Some denied him. Some run, hid. They didn't know what to do. It was the end of their time. And as we picture Jesus on the cross, and if you can imagine a nail going through your hand, palm of your hand right now and into your feet and just hanging there to die. A spear into your side. 
Don't forget the lashes that have been on your back. But I just thank God that that happened. I just thank God. Because if it wasn't for that hour, for that time, we wouldn't be here today. And as I think there now for the pain that Jesus would have gone through, we always think of the physical pain, but it was the spiritual pain also. What, was, what, what, what Jesus did in that time, that, 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 that just, just the, 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 he was condemned, he was rebuked, but he took every sin of this world in that time with him, amen. He took every, every sin, and I'm talking, he took everything that you have done and about to do with him on that day on Calvary, amen. Amen. And we just thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. And he looked up and he just said, it is finished. It's over. And the victory now, as we know it, as we know it, oh, Lord, how, how, how dare we get it so wrong that we can still, after all of you've done, we still get it wrong. And I just, just, just Lord, I just get a sense of repentance right now, Lord. Father, we just come into your presence. Father, we just repent. No matter who we are, what we are, what we've done, Lord, I just repent right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, I just prayed. I just thank God that every day is a new day, Lord, and you can, you can just pour your blessings upon us. All that you mean for me, Lord, everything. You mean everything to me in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, when the Holy Spirit come in, 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 in the book of Acts, so everyone met, and they were sitting there. And you know, the key to it all, I believe, and it is to still today, is that well, they were all in one accord. All in one accord. So right now, I believe the presence of the Lord is going to fall upon this place so strong tonight. But it's got to happen if we're all in one accord. We've all got to be in one accord, all standing, all believing, as one. As one. You know, we say, oh, I can't wait. We've got to see miracles and whatever. The miracles are at hand. The miracles are right in your hand right now. It's only us that distance ourselves from God. Us that distance ourselves from God. God's just waiting there. He's standing there. He's watching us. And he says, when are you going to move? When are we going to move? When are we going to step out in faith? We talk, as Emily spoke about the fear thing. Of how many times, how many times do we have, have to be told? It is yours. The victory is done. And I don't know, I love a Holy Ghost party. I love a Holy Ghost party. I, I, I just can't, I love hanging out with God. You know, sometimes I go and do a boring, I love the bush. It's so peaceful, it's so quiet, and I, and, and, and I get out there and I just, man, it's hard to believe. There's no way that anybody could have created this earth but, but God alone. It's just impossible. There's so many different beings that make up Central Australia alone, let alone a rainforest in, in, on the other side of the world. And I get out there, and you know, I'm not a preacher, but man, I am out there. And I'm sure those cows sometimes get quite sick of me. <laughs> and you know, I, I, and you get into the Word, and you just start opening up to God, and He's just His presence starts to fall. The Holy Spirit just comes upon you and it's just, man, how cool is that? 
I'm out there in the middle of nowhere. I can be driving my bulldozer. I can be doing a ball run. We clean the trough. It doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter where you are here tonight or what your job you're doing or whatever. But God has got your number. And guess what? He's going to be calling it. Because I believe there's a sense of urgency in the church today. That each and every one of us, the days are over just sitting here warming the seats. Okay? And I mean that. There's a sense of urgency. You've got to get out there. You've got your fellow people. You've got your brothers and your sisters and those people that are going to hell. And if they don't know the right way, and the time's coming, and it's coming pretty quick. Make no mistake about it. You only got to look at the news. Look at the TV. Quite simple. You know, and and, and you see people all the time, and I, I just wish, you know, the people that pass, straight away I think, did they know God? Did they have a chance to know Jesus? And it's so important. And do you know the reason why they didn't know Jesus half the time or a percentage of the time is because I didn't tell them. And that is a conviction that I am going to have to take to heaven. And I'm going to have to explain that to my maker. Because when you get to heaven, it's not going to be as complicated as what we think here. We only make it complicated. It's not complicated. We're here. We're made by God. We've got a job to do. Each and every one of us have got a job to do. And I'll talk about more of this on Sunday. We're not here to be oxygen thieves. <laughs> you know, there's so much hurt and so much pain. And, 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 and the body of Christ is made up with each and every one of us. Like, I, in the body of Christ, I make up a, smear, a, a mere morsel of a tissue in my arm. But guess what? If that, that, that mere morsel does not work, this arm is dead. It just sits here. And that's how important each and every one of you are to God. He's created you for a purpose here on earth to do a job. Amen? I mean, who, who feels that they're not completing their job? Who feels that, you know, God, I just haven't nailed it yet. I, I, I know you've got something for me, but I'm just not there. Put your hand up. Don't be shy. Who, who feels they haven't smashed it? Yeah, I'm cool. I, that's me. That's me. But you know what? And I'll talk to you about this on Sunday. We've just given up an amazing thing for exactly that. You with me? You know, I'm not, I'm not destitute, but I've worked out nothing in this world is worth anything without God. You can possess everything. Got to read the book, you know, Solomon, Ecclesiastics. What a man. What a bloke. Had everything. 500 wives would be a bit of a challenge. <laughs> you know? All the wealth... And yet he said nothing was worth nothing, was it? Didn't he? Is that what he said? Right? You might conquer the whole world. And if we look back, and this is how the importance, and I say this is an urgency, I say it again, right? Is if we look back of all the great men and women of the world, where are they? You can conquer the world tomorrow, but I'll give you one, I'll, I'll give you the tip, you're going to die. You're going to die. And where, where are you going to go? Some will say, well, well, I don't know. I'll come back reincarnated as a grasshopper. Well, I hope not because there's, there's so many of them. I don't want to be a grasshopper. <laughs> Especially the way Emily drives. I might end up on the windscreen. 
But that's the reality of it. You hear what I'm saying? It's so important. I, I, I just feel like, you know, I, I, it, life is so precious. Every minute of every day. You know, we, you know and I, I'm 47 years of age, and I'll talk, I don't want to talk about it too much tonight because I want to share it with you Sunday. But, you know, wasted years. Wasted years. Not, you know, I thought I was pretty cool. I was doing a great job. Yeah, for the devil. I was doing a great job in the devil's camp because I wasn't impacting him, was I? Oh, yeah, you're right, mate. Yeah, power on, have another one. But the thing is, it's not our job. It's our job to say to people, hey, listen, there's a better way. And I believe this coming in the hour, and, 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 and I believe it'll start now, that we're going to be empowered. Because this is going to be a church, this is going to be a church that's going to be effective if you allow it to be. Be in one accord. Let the Holy Spirit fall. Let him empower you. Because you know what? The Holy Spirit is just amazing stuff. The Spirit of the Lord. God is huge. You know, sometimes we think, oh, I'm not going to talk to that guy because, you know, I just can't see the ending. I, I cannot see how that guy is going to get saved. Because I just can't see it. But you know what? God, he, God doesn't want to know that. God, all he's saying to you is just step out and tell him and I'll do the rest. Because what happens is when you step out in faith, you will be amazed what God does because that's what he wants to see. Like Emily said, just step out that one bit. We are living in a dying world. And it's up to us, each and every one of us here tonight, to make up that body of Christ and to make up that army and to go forth and just smash it. It says God promised to pour out his spirit on all flesh. It didn't select a few. It didn't say, Pastor Ben, you know, Daniel, Jacob, Paul, you know, the guys that are big hitters in the church. It didn't say, you know, you guys have got it and, you know, you know, we, we're down in the back there. We don't, we don't get it. It didn't say that. Everybody is empowered. And I tell you what, God is going to use each and every one of us. But the key is we've got to be able to be used. Do I get an amen? So with that, I just love God, and I just love you, Emily. I think you've done an amazing job, and uh, we, I look forward to... Uh, you never know, Emily. I look forward to hanging out with you on the pulpit more often. <laughs> but um, good luck. Uh, well, not good luck. God bless you. There's no good luck in this. I can give you the tip. Okay? There's no good luck in this. Sunday, I'm gonna, we, we're actually going home tomorrow morning. I've got something to do there tomorrow, but we're coming back in tomorrow night. I'm going to be here Sunday. And, man, I think, you know, I've got something on my heart. And uh, I, I just really hope everyone can be here. But I'm going to look forward to now. I'm glad we're not finished because we're going to have some serious prayer. And uh, that, that really, really cranks my tractor. So um, <laughs> God bless you. Thank you. I'll hand you over to Pastor Ben. Awesome. Thanks, Tim.